Baruch Hashem, we're blessed every day, today, thank God. We're blessed to start a new day. Someone can file, there you go, thank you. Uh, we start off, thank you, we start off with purity of speech because a person, a person is his speech, as it says, by he Adam Laruach is that, that that is what separates us from all the other people, especially as a Jew, we have the speech of Tefillah, Torah and Tefillah, Hakol Kol Yaakov, as we said in this last week's parasha, Vaydaim De Yisav, is the power of words, the power of words that can help a person, that can heal a person, that can strengthen a person, and at the same time, it can destroy a person. And we know that our speech is a, is a outgrowth of who we are. Motsi Ra, Mitsora is Motsi Ra, which basically means is that when you have something inside of you, so then we see it outside of you based on right, the way a person talks. If someone, uh, if someone pushes you a certain way, like an orange, you squeeze an orange, you get orange juice. You squeeze a lemon, you get lemon, lemon juice. So too, you squeeze a person, and you want to see what he is inside of himself. You want to see what comes out of himself, right? The tzaddikim, obviously, this is a very high level. The tzaddikim, you'd go ahead and you'd push a tzaddik or hit a tzaddik or do something to a tzaddik, and he'd say, "Oh, thank you." What does that mean? He's cool. It's like hard to be hard to believe that someone could could exist like that and be like that because what's the shot that they're kula tov they're all good a giving person has so much to give we have we can only give what we have if I have love and positivity and beauty so then whatever you're going to try and get out of me you're going to get love positivity you're going to get beautiful things and purity of speech is that we work and, we, and, and it's one of the most incredible things in the world why? because what it does is, is that it trains a person and it helps a person, thank you very much, it helps and trains a person to, to check himself and to be, to be aware that everything that comes out of me, everything that, that is, a, is a result of how I act, how I talk, what I do is all from what, what's within myself, what's within me. And the more a person works, the goal of life, right, we live in a world of everything external, that everybody is trying to show people who they are on the outside. But when a person learns to be beautiful on the inside, beautiful on the inside, right? You could have somebody who's the nicest person to people on the outside. Nicest person to, to everyone on the outside, and he's friendly, and he's sweet, and he's, and he's nice, and everyone loves him, but inside, he's a... He's a uh, pit bull to himself, and he hurts himself, and he destroys himself. He, 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 he's so not nice to himself. Eventually that, that comes out. Eventually that'll come out at different times, whether it'll come out in his performance as a person, whether it comes out as his lack of happiness, his lack of connected, connectedness to people. So it could be that you could fake people on the outside, and you could say, oh, this is what I am on the outside, but your true colors on the inside come out and they, and they will reveal themselves and manifest themselves in certain ways. So when a person works on purity of speech, what he's ultimately doing is he's working on 
being loving to himself. He's working on seeing the good on himself. It's one of the things that could be from the hardest things for a person to do because when a person has a negative uh, record track or a negative uh, tape recorder or a negative uh, Spotify recorder in his brain, whatever you got, whatever this generation will call it, right? You have like a negative, um, um, you know the music guys, how would that call it? Track? Playlist, thank you. You have your playlist, right? Oh, very good, very good. Oh, let's go, I'm, I'm, I'm up to date a little bit, right? On Spotify, you have your playlist, my playlist, my songs. So, so beautiful, great muscle. So you have your songs. So what song is playing in your head 24-7? You don't realize, ah, oh, you're this. Oh, you're never going to make it. You worry about your future. I'm not going to get married. If I get married, I'm going to be a bad husband. My past, blah, blah, blah. And you play that all day, all day. You play that all day. All day you're playing that. And when you learn to play beautiful songs, when you learn to play beautiful songs of love and acceptance and forgiveness, and you learn to do that, you're like, you're like, you become a new person. That's why it's so hard to do it. Because it's like, what do you mean? My pl- imagine, right? Imagine going to your Spotify and you go to your play- playlist and you press, press your playlist. You're all excited. You're in the car. You're ready. You hook it up with the, with the system and you're ready. You're on your trip and you put down the windows uh, and you're ready to play my playlist. I'm going to hear that first song. And then you start hearing some, I don't know, some classical music. You're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? And then you go, you fiddle around with your, with your Spotify again. You try and do my song, my song, my song. And it's playing these beautiful, beautiful songs. You're like, what's going on over here? I want my songs. So the same thing happens when we're used to playing a terrible playlist in our brain. And that is, you wake up in the morning, oh, okay, here we go, blah, blah, I'm this, my mother, my father, my brother, my cousin, my whatever. What are we going to say? Oh, here we go again, here we go again, here we go again. No, you got to learn to reprogram yourself. you got to reprogram yourself. And that takes time, like I've said. You have 20 years of negative programming, you need at least 20 years of positive programming. 20 years of, of hating the world, hating yourself. When you say you hate the world, it means you hate your thinking. Just, just mark this down, asterisk this, make this a mental note for the rest of your life. When you say I hate life, when you say I hate my world, I hate the world, what you're saying is I hate myself, I hate my thinking. That's what you're technically saying. So you hate the world. Well, you hate Australia? Well, what's Australia? I hate the people. You don't hate anybody. You hate yourself. You hate the way you think. And when a person learns to reprogram himself, we're blessed to have the Chavetz Chaim who we learn every day and we remind ourselves that I want to figure out a way how I could fix, how I could fix myself. I want to figure out a way, as Shlaimi yesterday says, how to heal myself, to heal myself. And healing takes time. It takes time. I could just talk for myself. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm saying, Baruch Shem, I had Corona, but I'm saying I still, to this day, I'm telling you, I still, to this day, don't feel 100% myself. So I say, oh, come on, get over it, get over it. That would be my natural feeling to say, oh, just get over it, get over it. I'm blessed that Hashem showed me that. No, things, it takes time. A person grows up in an abused home and his father talks to him like he's a dog or his mother brings a lot of anxiety onto him, constantly putting negative thoughts and doubts, and his father puts him down like, a, like, a, like he's less than a dog, 
right? And his whole life, he's like that. And then he wakes up one day and says, okay, I have so much anxiety. I can't deal with myself. I'm nervous about my future. I'm nervous about this. I can't take this. I can't. This. Okay, I got to fix that. I got to be. got to fix that. You, you, you've been, you've been, you're, you're, you're in the hospital, on a, on a hospital bed, just healing from your wounds. You need kisses and hugs and band-aids and, and massages. Uh, Rafi, go to Rabrafi. Don't just go to Rabrafi for a physical, you get a massage. You get a connection. You get a relationship with a holy Jew over here. So not only do you get a physical relationship, you'll end up getting a, you'll end up getting a great, you'll, you'll learn from a, from a beautiful, beautiful person who has amazing children. Can I know I don't know where that, that came from Shemai. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't plan these things. But it's true. Everything I'm saying is true, and you know it's true. So let's learn, let's learn the, um, let's learn some, yeah. Yeah, something? Um, I just want to say, it's a yes. trip when you're talking about the internal. Yes. A lot of times, whatever the internal and external, we have these two forces, but we always seek to make them align. So when we're good inside, we seek to make the outside good, but when we're bad inside, we seek to make the outside like the inside. We seek to bring negativity and that to the rest. Right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Go again. Yeah, it's true. Beautiful. Okay, anyone have where we... Um, okay, Morty's not here. I don't know where. Um, okay. What day were we up to? Sorry, this is one that I didn't have. So let's begin with... What was it? Day 39? Yeah, it sounds familiar. One second. What? Yeah, yeah, right. Family. I just got to find the place. Oh, yeah, here we go. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. I, I like this one. Okay, here we go. Are you... Amen. Okay. <clears throat> Just like you're not allowed to speak Lashon Hara, so now let's begin. So practically, again, as the Chavetz Chaim tells us, it's hard to prevent oneself from not speaking Lashon Hara, right? From speaking Lashon Hara. It's hard. But all we can do is learn it every day. You learn the Halachas every day. It's a segula. It's a, it's a, it's mesugal. It's an opportunity. What it does is it helps you somehow. It protects you from speaking Lashon Hara. It helps you look at the beauty and in other people, it, it helps you. It's like medicine, right? You take medicine, right? I take medicine every morning. Right? You take medicine, you don't take the medicine, it's not good for you. You don't know the long term, right? Right? You take medicine, so it, it's same thing. This is taking medicine. Every morning, every day, whenever it is, you learn Hilchas Lashon Hara. You do it at your house, God willing, make a commitment. People say they want to have a good relationship in their home. So make a commitment right now. It's a very easy thing. Say, I'm going to learn at my Shabbos table. I'm going to learn at my dinner table. I'm going to learn Hilchus Lashon Hara. Whatever it is. Get an art scroll. Get whatever it is that you will say. Okay, here we go. This is Allah. You set up your home to be that type of home. Then it will change your relationship. The Chavetz Chaim gives us a promise. If you do that, you won't have any desire to talk Lashon Hara. You won't have any desire to talk about anybody, which I'm just going to mention. Menachem Goldberger, Baruch Hashem, had a uh, baby boy uh, Friday night. So just to mention Menachem, to say the line, right? You don't want to be, right? You could at least be, um, 
like we said, a dog chases its tail, right? He runs around chasing his tail. You don't want to be a dog chasing your tail in your life, running around chasing your tail. But Menachem Goldberger said a great line, that, and that is that at least he's chasing his own tail. And he's not chasing someone else's tail. So if you're at your home, if you're at your house, and you're talking about someone else, and you're talking, which is actually what we're going to talk about in Mesil Shisharim today, you're actually going to be running around chasing someone else's tail. What a, what, a, what a loss of life. What a shame that all you're interested is talking about other people and other things. It's one of the things that the Maral says that a person is considered that he's dead is somebody who, who's a Baal Hara. Why is he considered that he's dead? Because someone who's dead is totally reliant. He says there are four people who are considered dead, not, not, not for now. And one of them is somebody who's, who speaks Lashon Haru, who's a Mitzorah, why? Because he's so dependent on everybody else to give him everything. A dead person can't give anything. Somebody who's speaking about other people has no existence itself. You've got time to speak about other people? What about yourself? What about speaking about yourself? What about speaking about your wife with your wife? What about speaking about your children with your children? Right? Mayor Mattel, Pat Poe. I want my mouth to be right here. Why am I talking about other things, other people, other things that I have zero control outside of my, my, my influence. I can't do anything about it. I can't do anything about the weather. I can't do anything about the president. It ma- makes a difference, the president, the prime minister. But I could be a good husband. That I could be. So instead I'll be in a bad, right? You think about the insanity of it. A guy's in a bad mood because of the elections, so he yells at his wife. You see how whack crazy it is? And, 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 and my simple cholyom. Could, could be I've, I've been uh, guilty of that in, in my past. Could be whatever. Uh, we're human. What do we do? So I'm upset about the weather, so I yell at my wife. I can't control my weather. I can't control the weather, but I can control how I talk to my wife. So I'm angry at something I can't control. You lost the game, so you hit your kid. Right. You lost the you game. You lost the game, right. Okay, but there at least you have control. Here, here the shot is, I, I can't even control anything. So the thing I can't control, ah, oh, Rafi, the thing I can't control, right, then I'm going to be angry at someone who I can control. And of course, that's normal. That's human. We're human. We're human. We're human. We, 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 we can't get frustrated that we're not where we want to be today. It takes time. It takes time. Patience. It takes time. You have to be patient with yourself. You've got to believe in yourself. Now listen to this one. This is, oh, this is beautiful. Rabbi Tzu, you wanted to say something? You're good. You look so good. Yeah, I was you look just so thinking good. about the Lashonara. Yeah. This was the sheer every day. I pumped the... Anything someone says, I'm very sensitive. So I was I was sitting outside and someone and someone mentioned about a guy passing by. He said he's such a funny guy. I'm sorry. I was sitting outside and someone mentioned about someone. He's such a funny guy. And he was saying it in a positive way. Right. But I was thinking, like, is that a problem or not? Just right. the fact that I was thinking, is that the problem or not? Right. Right. It's because of this. I sit at my shopping table. And now, whenever there's a big group of people and they start talking about someone, I'm, I'm constantly thinking, do I now stop them? Or that's my problem now. Just every day in and out, you become sensitive. And, and it's not again because we at Fishers were able to share emotions. Go to a random guy living place and tell him, oh, share with me your emotion. He has no clue what you're saying, unfortunately. And yet, yeah, we should just continue spreading the light. Amen. Beautiful.
just on, on what Rabbi Tzvi said, it's, it's brought down, la'alacha, the Chavetz Chaim brings down, are you allowed to say that someone's funny? So he says you have to be careful because it could be mamash your machavin. It could be, uh, you know, thought of in a negative way, that he's funny. So you have to be very careful. Beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, ready for this one? Listen to this halacha. You're not allowed to talk about a Jew who, who passed away. Right? Just like you're not allowed to talk about somebody, Lashon Hara, sorry, Lashon Hara, not allowed to say something negative about someone who passed away. Right? So, so someone says, right, my, this uh, brought down, right, my three-year-old nephew takes after my wife's grandfather. Right? It's always your wife's grandfather, right? My three-year-old nephew takes after my wife's grandfather, because your own grandfather, right? My wife's grandfather, who he's named after, he is very self-centered, Right? He's very self-centered, right? Because so, he's just like his namesake. You know what I mean? That's a, so he says that it's a hundred percent lush and hara. Oh, the he passed away. And this is one of the things I just want to say: the power of forgiveness. This is the power of forgiveness. What are you talking about? Someone who passed away. The guy's not here anymore. The guy's not here anymore, right? Forgiveness. This is such a such a, a proof, and it's such a. Uh, brings out clearly how Lashon Hara, right? It's not going to affect whether it affects. I think the Gemara Brachas, right? Rabbi Tzvi talks about whether you're the, the mace, he hears it, he doesn't hear it, right? But the Pshat is, is that it's all you. When you're upset at someone, when you harbor anger at someone, when you don't forgive somebody, it's all you. When you're angry at someone, you're the one who suffers. That person could be dead. That could, person could be not alive, and you're still angry at that person. That person could be who knows where, what, whatever they're doing, and you still harbor negative feelings. So what, what we have to learn from that is that, is that oh, I'm going to get him, and I hope this happens to him. The guy doesn't exist anymore. He's not alive anymore. What are you going to get him? So it's a proof that all the things that we feel about other people, all the things that bother us about other people, all the things that we hold, hold grudges, and it's a normal thing for people to hold grudges. Unfortunately, you can have people, family members. You can have sisters, brothers, parents, in-laws. You can have people who hold grudges against, against other people, and, and, and their whole life they're sitting there holding this baggage of what? For what? It, it doesn't do anything for you. Oh, how do you, do, how do you forgive? How do you let the hook out of your heart? Good, that's a good question, how to let the hook out of your heart. The first, the first way to let the hook out of your heart is to realize that the hook is in my heart and that I got to learn how to heal and I have to learn how to forgive and I have to learn how to let go of that anger. Easier said than done. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that it's an easy thing to do. Yes, do can I ask a broader question? Yes. A more practical question. Sure. So how does Hashem do it, and then how does the Father do it? Right, right, correct. Correct. So now that... Good, right, you're right. Ma'u beautiful. It's a very good, it's a very good point. We have to be like Hashem, be like a father to a child, correct. It's one of the reasons why someone who davens for the Amud, the Amud no Rahim, is supposed to be someone who has children, because he understands how to forgive. A, a father forgives a child quicker than a child forgives a father. Correct. But it's very hard. A lot of times it's hard to forgive somebody when they hurt you. They hurt you. You want to hold on to that pain. Whatever it is. It's hard. 
But the first thing, it's a good question, Dovi. My, my point just is, I don't, I'm not going, I want to get into this right now, but the point is, the point is to recognize that, that it's coming from me and it's all from me. Like we've said, when, I, when someone speaks negatively about someone, it doesn't say anything about the person that I'm speaking negative about. It says something about the person who's saying that thing. That's, that's what you have to remember. When someone's talking to you and saying, oh, this person's this, this person's that, that person's this, this person's that, it says something, it's a reflection of who the talker is, not the person that he's speaking about. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be zocha, let us be blessed to be able to continue to learn the Hilchus Lashon Hara today and every day, and that the promise of the Chavetz Chaim, that the, that the segula of learning the Halachas will help us not even want to speak about anybody, that we will be obsessed in a positive way with our lives and, and, and totally, totally focused on our lives and, and what I can do and how I can change and how I can grow and how I can heal and how I can look and see the beauty in other people. There's nothing greater than, than walking around and seeing beautiful things. And it begins with seeing beautiful things in your life. That's where it begins. How was the attitude of gratitude yesterday, Mayor? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Attitude of gratitude. It's only once a week. You've got to have it more than once a week. Why? Because to say what Mayor, to say what it is, it's not having gratitude. It's not like, oh, I'm having, like, Rabbi Tzvi, your wife, how many, how many, how many thank yous she says? Every day she still does that? A hundred thank yous a day. Oh, 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 and it's a coincidence that she also doesn't speak Lashon Hara, and she loves the Chavetz Chaim Lashon Hara. No, it's not a coincidence. Those go hand in hand. Because when I'm thankful, and I'm overabundantly thankful for all the gifts, right? So who's got time? It's not even who's got time. I'm so busy counting my blessings that I don't got time to see anything in someone else. I'm going to say, why would I waste my, my sentence, right? The attitude of gratitude is not about, it's not an acute workshop where you go ahead and you have gratitude. It's learning how to be a person who is a, who is a thankful human being because grateful people are happy. If you are thankful, everyone's like, I want to be happy, I want to be happy, I want to be happy. Ready for this? Be grateful, be thankful, work on being thankful. Work on seeing all your blessings. Right? That's why a person who said, you go to the hospital, you go visit people in the hospital, suddenly you walk out of there, you're like, wow, my life is good. Why? Because you realize what? You realize how much you have. Yes, Rabbi Tzvi. Yeah, just to add, I think one of the problems
how can a mature thing do an immature and an immature do a mature thing? Successes kids choose being happy over being right. Adults choose being right over being happy. For 20 years I won't talk to my brother because I'm, I'm right. Because I'm right. And, 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 and Rabbi was saying, I don't forgive people for them, I forgive for myself. That's the right. first step. Then you can forgive them. Right. And, and if we realize if someone has a better method than the attitude, gratitude to be happy, then makashat. But I haven't found another way than expressing my feelings and stripping down the, the perception in my brain. So I'll be the baby in a group getting up saying I have problems, but happy than being the serious guy and miserable. And that's what Rav Nachman says. Roll the brains away sometimes. Beautiful. 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 Okay, Hashem will help us all. We'll be Zoha to choose the the path of the Chavetz Chaim. Oev Yamim Liroz Tov. We're blessed to, to be able to learn the Hilchus, the Shmir Salashin. And forget about Olam Ha. Forget about what. Forget about how blessed we're going to be in, in the next world. Right, it, it uh, as the Medra says, man boy chai, man boy chai, is that you actually enjoy this world. Right, the Mishnah says, you're physically, you'll have a physical better world if you learn how to not talk. But you're, you'll enjoy your life better. Forget about the next world, that that for sure. But but it's hard for us to to, to comprehend what that is. But in this world, you'll be a happier person. Hashem will help us, all the Jewish people, just to see the good in each other, and ourselves, us, and all the Jewish people. Amen. Amen. We're, we're continuing in the journey in, in Parag Dalid. I'm trying to uh, paraphrase a lot um, so we can, we can move through the Mesil Sisharim, the holy Mesil Sisharim, which teaches us how to live our life because how else would we know how to live our life? Where else am I getting my, my advice how to live my life? You have to ask yourself that question. Who and who are my role models and who are the people who are showing me how to live life? So Baruch Hashem, we're blessed that the Mesil Sisharim can teach us a little bit about life. And what we're talking about is motivating factors to change my life. That's what we're talking about. Yesterday we spoke about the fact that, that when I see someone who I, know, who I know was not capable and he was successful, even though he was not capable of doing certain things, the pain, as the Gemara Baba Basra says, the pain when a person uh, finishes his life. Right now you guys are very blessed because you're younger. As you get older and older, right, it's one of the lines I say many times, is to wear a t-shirt when you're 18, year old, when you're 18 years old that says no regrets, right, is no big deal. Why? Because you're young and you have no regrets. It didn't affect your life yet. You're not married. You don't have a business. You know that. So why would you have regrets? I mean, you just sort of open up your eyes to the world like, like a year ago. So, of course, there are no regrets. That's not a big deal. But when you become my age, when you become older... And then you could wear a t-shirt. I mean, wearing the t-shirt's no big deal. But I'm saying, if you really say no regrets, then that is a big deal. Because you guys are blessed. Everyone younger, the younger you are, the more blessed you are because you can create whatever life you want to create. You want to become a doctor? You can become a doctor. You want to become a lawyer? Guess what? You want to be a doctor and a lawyer? You can do that too. You want to become a big tzaddik? You could do that too. You could be a doctor, a lawyer, and a big tzaddik all together. 
You want to become a big businessman, rich, and blah, blah, and a doctor, a lawyer, and okay, now we're pushing it. But the point is, but the point is, you could do whatever you want, especially now with all the, you know, gadgets and everything's much quicker. You could figure stuff out. You can figure stuff out. You can become successful. There's nobody stopping you. And don't wait. That's my biggest answer to everybody. Don't wait and say, okay, I got another year, I got another two years, I got another three years. The earlier start, anyone know how, how old Mark Zuckerberg was when, when he started, started Facebook? I think earlier than that. I think earlier than that. Someone look it up for me. Look it up. I think he was 19 years old, 20 years old. Right? Look up, look up people who are successful. You don't have to wait till you're 40, 50 years old to be successful. You could start right away. Anyone know? Anyone here? Right? Anyone here who knows Reb Nassim Yaffe? Reb Nassim Yaffe. How much? 19 years old. See, 19 years old, Dovi. So you say 23. Four years later, the guy's a bigger billionaire. Right? So you don't think about it and say, "Oh, yeah, but I'm a yeshiva guy. I'm a, I'm in yeshiva. I'm on vacation. Right? I'm on vacation." No offense, you've been on vacation. You've been on vacation already. Vacation's over. And you don't enjoy vacation. I don't know if anyone knows this. You, the, people don't enjoy vacation when you're on vacation all the time. You enjoy vacation when you work hard. And then you go on vacation, right? There's no comparison to the yacht, to the boat, when you, when you, when you had a great hard month and you've been working like a dog and then you get up and then you take then you take a then you right rabbi Svi was showing me all the pictures of the steaks and the and the and the beers and all the geschmack of the seam of Erevin. unbelievable right i said to myself right? i said to myself that that's not just a regular sunday night come on cuz i'm bored cuz I, I i'm over the weekend already i got to extend my weekend Right, that's 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 a hundred and that's a hundred and correct a hundred and twenty something blot right hundred and five blot where you're going ahead and you're literally literally day in day out so you enjoy the stakes so much more you enjoy the stakes so much more that's the joke of Yaakov and Asaph Asaph is a miserable wreck Asaph is miserable the guy who's running after his desires is miserable because if he were happy. Count me in. Count me in. If he were happy, if Hollywood was happy, if the beer was so good, if the vodka was so good, it wouldn't be so cheap. I'm serious. Anything, that's, anything that costs money, you got to work for. You have to work for happiness. You got to work for, for Torah. You have to work for God. You have, to, you have to work hard. You have to work hard. You have to be patient. It takes time. And, and the only person you can blame, this is what the Masil Sharm says, you want to be motivated? There's only one person to blame at your stage in life. Because you don't have a wife to blame. You can't blame your parents anymore. It's over with your parents. I'll tell you why you can't blame your parents anymore. If you were in high school, I would never say what I'm saying. I would never say what I'm saying in high school. Never say it. I'd say you're in high school. Anyone know what I would say? You know what I would say. Go do your homework. Exactly. Go do your homework or be a rebellious kid. Great. Awesome. You have a choice. Either don't do your homework or do your homework. But don't worry about life. Now you're in Israel. Your first year, your second year, your third year, you're approaching 20, 21. You got one person to look at in the mirror. How long are you going to blame your parents? And you can blame your parents, I promise you. You can blame your parents till, till 
until the is that the same until the cows come home? I don't know. I heard that right. What, what does that mean? You can blame your parents your whole life. You can blame your parents your entire life, and most people do that. Most people do that. But the day, the day. Let me say better. The moment that you take responsibility for your life. That's why it's habit number one, Eliakim. The moment that you take full responsibility for your happiness, for your life, and you say, I am done blaming. I am done blaming. There's only one person who I'm not going, I don't want to say this blame, because then people get nervous. Oh, I can't blame myself. The person you're taking full responsibility for is yourself. I'm taking full responsibility for my happiness, for my everything. The second you do that is the second you begin to live your life. That's number one. Question, comments. That's motivating factor, number one, says the Mesil. I got this all from the Mesil Tishar. That's number one. Then we'll talk about number two, the second motivating factor, which is incredible. The second one I, I, I think is just phenomenal. The first one also is phenomenal. Yes, Dovi. Not to get too much into like general of people's business, but being that Zuckerberg did prove that point, but I have just been just like 19. So how do you even top that? Like, like it doesn't get more exciting than that. 19. I'm not like everybody else. This, but he himself proved that he tops his point at 19. I right. pulled that off. So right. I'm saying, so we're late. Being, yeah, so you're late. So now you're late. We're and that's late. only. And that's what we're gonna. That's the segue for what we're gonna talk about now. That's that's only in this world. That's only, I don't know if Mark Zuckerberg, I mean, he's a Jew, so he's a Jew, so I'm not, I don't want to talk anything negative, because I don't want to talk lush and hard about Mark Zuckerberg. I'm saying, I don't know if he's, I don't know, whatever, I don't want to talk about it. But the point is, is that we don't know what success, right? People say, right, oh, he's successful. What does that mean in, in the English language, right? Look it up in the dictionary. He's successful, he's got cash. Right? Who says? I'm joking. It's not in the dictionary like that. But I'm saying that's, that's how we think about it. He's successful. That means he's got money. Does that mean he has a good relationship with his wife? Not necessarily. Does that mean that he's someone who's connected to Hashem? Not necessarily. But he's successful. That means money. It's not true. It's not true. What? What? So we're not late. We're, we're on time. That's what we're going to talk about now. Second motivating factor. Any other question, comments, please? Second motivating factor. Yes, Moshe. Some people are so poor all they got is money. Oh, very good. Um, very good. Good. Very good. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Very good, Moshe. That has to be said. That has to be said. It's true. And I give everybody a bracha because we're going to talk about this now. Uh, you know what? I'll give the bracha now. Why not? A, a humble blessing that everyone should be Zoha to have all the money they need plus to be able to live the way they want to live. Amen. Amen. So it's not that, that you don't want to have money. It's not that the point is not to have money. The point is, is that there, there are many different, like Moshe just said, if all you have is money, then, 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 then I pity you. If all you have is money. That, that's, that's sad. Yes? Um, in Strive for Truth, it says that who's the rich man and who's the poor man. The right. rich man is the one who's content with what he has. The poor man is the one who's constantly running after something else. Right. You could have millions of dollars, but if you're always working for that next million and you're never content, then you're, then poor. you're poor. You're poor. Beautiful. Well said. Well said. Good. Okay, here we go. Ready, everyone? He says, he says like this. Says the Mitzil Sharm. I'm going to read it in Hebrew and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Um, says the Mitzil Sharm in the second level of why I want to work on my life. And he says like this. He says, He says, He says, 
Ana Madregos, this might actually take us two days to do, so we'll start it slow. I'm not going to rush through this. Ana Madregos, Mishalkos, Bolam Amiti, Shulam Abba, Elofia Maisim, Mishaloyus, Shom, Shom, Elamishu, Rava Maisim, Chavero. Mashumad Maisim, who ye shuffle. In this world, you could fake people out. In this world, you could, you could lie about who you are. In the Olam Emes, this is called the world of Sheker. This is the world of Sheker. This is the world of, of, of lies to the point, and this is a new thing. It's only been the last uh, five, five years, I guess, that there was a concept called fake news. We didn't have anything. You guys didn't even have. Ten years ago, no one heard of something called fake news. If you watched something and you heard something, you could assume that it was true. Now, you can't assume anything is true. Why? Because we live in a world that's called an oilam hasheker. So that means a guy could go ahead and say, oh, I'm like this, this guy's this, this guy davens, this guy learns, this guy looks like this, this guy in yeshiva, he appears like this, this one seems like this. You have no clue. You have no clue what's going on inside of a person. You have no idea what a person struggles with. You have no idea what goes on inside. The olama emes, the scary thing about the real world, the olama emes, is that that is the day of truth. The day when a person realizes, holy cow, this person is actually this. The Gemara says, it's brought down that alyoinim lamata and tachtonim lamala, which means in the next world it's going to be upside down. The guy who you thought is a really this type of guy in this world is actually going to be low in the next world. And the guy who you thought was low is actually going to be the high one in the next world. Right? When the, when the poor man comes to your door, knocking at your door, when the poor man comes knocking at your door, you're doing him the biggest favor. That's what you think. It's not true. He's doing you a bigger favor than you're doing to him. He's doing you a bigger favor. What does it say? More than the host does for the guest, the guest does for the host. More than the rich man does for the poor man, the poor man does for the rich man. So we have no idea who's who. We have no idea how to judge what a person truly is based on his struggles, based on his background. I had a conversation yesterday with somebody who was having trouble with his roommate. We were talking. And I didn't want to reveal this to the guy because he was like beating down his roommate, like, you know, in his mind, in his heart. He was really being tough on his roommate. And I, and I had to tell him. I said, I said, okay, enough. And then I told him, it wasn't Lush and Haram. I told him, I like, gave him like a two-minute background on his roommate, on his this, on his that, blah, blah, blah. And the guy was looking at me like, like sort of in shock. You know, sort of like, oh my goodness, right? Paradigm shift. Suddenly he shifted between his roommate being his enemy to, oh my gosh, I have compassion for my roommate. Why? Because I didn't know anything. I didn't know that he was abused by his father. I didn't know he, was, he doesn't have a mother. I didn't know that he doesn't have this. I didn't know he doesn't have that. I didn't know that he is uh, you know, suffering from you know, X, Y, and Z. So you look at somebody, and especially nowadays, right? again, I don't know how, how the social media, I'm not in that world at all, but basically people are, have image. It's all about image. It's all about what people think of you on the outside. But the MS, the truth, is all inside. It's all what you're doing inside. So what's the motivating factor? Says the Masil Yusharim, he says, 
He says, So here he says like this. He says is that you want to invest in what's going to last. You want to invest in the things that are important. You don't want to invest in things that are going to not be for a long period of time. You want to invest in things that are MS, not investing in things that are Sheker. So the first thing a person has to do is saying, what am I investing my life in? What am I doing in my life? Yes, right now, right now. And what, what will hit you all, which we're going to talk about now a little bit, is what will hit you is competition. This is what the Masil Sasharm says. When it comes to this world, competition is very, very, very strong. What it means is that it's very hard for people to see other people be greater than them in this world. And that's the world of lies, where a person can pretend that he's someone else. But in the truth of who I truly, truly am, and that comes out as you get older and older. When you're a teenager, you can sort of fake, well, not, not really so much, especially in our yeshiva, Baruch Hashem, right? Because we're not, we're not, we don't get um, excited about all the, the externals, Baruch Hashem. But I'm saying, in the world out there, it's all, right, how you act and how people perceive you. But not who I am in truth. Leadership, leadership is not, is not a position. Right? Leadership is not a position. You're a leader. Oh, that means I'm always talking loud. I'm always pushing my agenda. I'm a real leader. No, you're not. You're insecure. Someone who's pushing their agenda. Someone who always has to sit shotgun. Somebody who always has to be the loud one, right? That's not necessarily a leader. He might have leadership qualities. That's not a leader. Know what a leader is? A leader is someone who can quietly, right? When I, uh, you know, uh, Binyamin Berkowitz is a leader. Binyamin Berkowitz. Binyamin Berkowitz. Why is Benjamin Berkowitz a leader? Because Benjamin Berkowitz is, a, is, is quiet, he's sweet. But, 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 uh, but inside, inside, he's, he's working on, on, on the truth. He's working on himself. He's been working on himself. What's yes. Sorry? What's a leader? Oh, so I'm, uh, I'm, it's not so much what a leader is, but my, good question, did you? I'm saying leadership is not something that you scream. And leadership is not something that people necessarily say, oh, wow, this personality. People think when you're in high school, when you're a certain age, a leader is someone with a certain personality. Leadership is decisions that you make to, to do things. Whether people know it or they don't know it, eventually they will know it. It's doing internal, not external. It's not about a position. It's about living a certain way. When you live a certain way, then you are showing signs of what a leader is. So the point is, the point is, and then we'll, we'll end off uh, for today, because I want to uh, focus on that second motivating factor. The second motivating factor is, is competition. Which means you can't handle, we can't handle when we see people being better than us. And that's in a world of lies. And the person could be that he's not better than me. He's not better than me, but it still bothers me. So could you imagine if in truth I am not working on myself 
and in truth, I am not really being true to myself. And in truth, I'm not taking care of myself internally. Internally, I'm not taking care of myself. So then what will happen eventually is the truth will come out. You could hide only for a certain amount of time. You could cover up only for a certain amount of time. And that's this world. The rat race of this world is a rat race of status, of status in others, people's eyes and ears and minds. But when the truth comes out, there's nothing you could change about that. You could change your status. You could change your external. Somebody could go ahead and he could change the way he looks on the outside and people say, oh wow, he changed. But a person who didn't truly change on the inside, when that will come through, when that will come out, and it will come out that that person didn't truly change on the inside, what are you going to do then? What are you going to do then? You're stuck. You're stuck. Question, comments, please. That's clear. Yes? Yeah. Right, it has to be true on the inside and the outside. Correct. Beautiful. Correct. Beautiful. Yeah, what? That what? Right. Correct. Beautiful. Yes. Rafi's saying the the the, the arm was tochol kabara also. A person who learns Torah, a person who learns Torah, a person who's one of the hardest things to be is to be internal and outside for that to match. When your outside and your inside match. But you want to you want to focus on your inside. Yes, Mayor. Um, I, um, well, actually, uh, uh, before I ask, I want to say that I read um, in all of my videos yeah. that in between the gold on the outside of the Aron and the gold on the inside of, of the Aron is uh, wood. Right. And that, you like, uh, don't see, I guess, I guess, like, uh, and, and that's uh, uh, like yeah, in, internal work. Like, Correct. Like Correct. Skull, but, like, Beautiful. Beautiful. Shkoch. Beautiful. Yeah, but, um, uh, I want to ask, like, uh, ha- how do you balance this uh, with like, what we say all the time, uh, like that comparison and the thief of uh, joy? Yeah, that, that, that is the point. Meaning, meaning it, it, the, the, natural, the natural motivation of a person is comparison. That's the natural motivation of a person. The reason it's the thief of joy is because if you, if you end in that, it might be a means to an end. If you end in comparison, if you end in that, so then you will, you will, you will be in tremendous pain. You will be in tremendous pain if, if you were, if you were, well, I'm sorry, what, what, what's your question? Sorry. I'm saying it's not strategy. Right, right. It's not, he's just saying it's a reality. The reality is, is that we compare. So if in this world where it's a fake world, I'm comparing, so what's going to be when the truth comes out? How painful that's going to be. If I could hide, if I could... As a tool like, to look at myself and work on myself, like, not, not as a tool like, like that now I'm, I'm better. Correct, not that, right, correct. To say, if, that is, if it's so painful when I see someone who is better than me, right? It's a natural thing that we're jealous. So if I'm naturally jealous of somebody who on the outside... Right? The, the, the irony of jealousy, the irony of jealousy, and we'll talk about jealousy. 
as the Sefer continues, the irony of jealousy is that you're not the only jealous person. If I were the only jealous person, so I'm jealous of everybody. But the irony is that everybody is jealous of everybody. You know what I'm saying? So everyone is looking at everybody. It's not just that I have the jealousy and that really he doesn't have it. What does that mean? What it means is, is that everybody has something that somebody wants, but that's all external. Because when I look at that guy, I'm like, oh, I wish I had his looks. I wish I had his smarts. I wish I had his popularity. That's all external. Well, what about the internal? What about the internal? What about the internal? And when a person begins to work on that, when a person begins to work on that, then he won't have the comparison anymore. He won't have the comparison. He won't compare anymore. But that, but that can motivate a person to say, if in the external way I am so challenged by the externals of people, what about the truth when the truth comes out? When the truth comes out of this is truly who I am and I didn't put in the work and I didn't do what I'm supposed to do and I didn't commit myself and I didn't make the changes. That's painful as can be. Yes, Rav Simcha I just wanted to say, uh, when the Rav said, uh, uh, okay, we got to question. I feel like I noticed this a lot, that people, um, they, they draw out the baby with the bathwater. And like they say, like, oh, externals are so bad, and you know, comparison is so bad, and all these things, that they don't use it as, as ways to help themselves. Like, right. you know, I think white shirt is like the best example. Like, people have so much baggage from white shirt that they, they deny what dressing yourself in a certain way, how it affects you, like, just um, uh, scientifically. And I think it's really important, like the way that the rabbi was beginning of the means to an end, to like really make sure that people are not going the other extreme. Like, oh, since you know um, popularity is so bad, so it's it's hustle to use. It's the exact opposite. Hashem created these things in order so we could use in the right direction. Like a gun, you know, pe- you know, guns kill people, guns protect people. Guns not the bad thing. Comparison's not the bad thing. Externals aren't the bad thing. It's, it's it's how they're being used. The leadership, the call it all those things. It's, I, I don't know if that I think that that's so. Yeah, beautiful. Yes, morning. Uh, so the difference, the difference I was saying two in the two uh in part one the first part yesterday was called the difference when uh, I'm just talking about the difference when you would go up to the next one. Right, this is this is like this, Morty. So let me explain. Let me explain. If 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 I'm if it's hard for me to handle the the somebody else's success in this world, when this world the person can fake it. A person can fake success. And I still am jealous of that. And that, that still will motivate me to fake it as well. So could you imagine when the truth is revealed about who I truly am and who he is? That's what the Mishra's Charm is saying. Correct. Well, he's just saying, he's just saying, he's just saying to motivate me. Again, what's going to motivate me to change my life? What's going to motivate me to change my life is the fact that what motivates me now to change my life is that when, when I see someone 
who is successful on the outside, I also want to be successful on the outside, right? That bothers me, that burns inside. But that's all fake. Could you imagine when it's true that I'm not being successful? When it's true in, internally that I'm not being successful? There it could be, oh, this guy looks a certain way, this guy looks a certain way, but inside he's not, he's not popular. Inside he feels low about himself. So could you imagine, could you imagine how painful it would be for me if I don't work on myself? And I don't become, right? Imagine when you turn 30 years old, 35 years old, and you're like, oh my gosh, I truly am not a successful person. I truly am a not a happy person. That's very, very painful. Make sense? Yeah, no. That's what the Ramchal is saying. It is. So that affects the way I present people be, right? So because so I put people the same way we live in the world of Shekhar, so the competition drives me to, to, to go to be fake. Right, so right. So, right, but, but, but if the competition is, is even in the fakeness, so could you imagine what it's going to be in the real? Could you imagine how painful it's going to be? Meaning in this world, right, you can, you can at least say, ah, oh, that guy's not really happy. That guy is also jealous. But in truth, if a guy really worked on himself, a guy really works on himself, so then, and you didn't work on yourself, what are you going to say? What are you going to say in 10 years from now when you have your close friend and you're going to say, wow, look at this guy. This guy is happily married. This guy is a Erlich, a, a, a person. He's a Ben Torah. He's got a beautiful family. And I'm still sitting there scratching my head dealing with my giving into my desires all the time. That's a truth. That's painful. That's more painful than, oh, this guy looks like this, this guy looks like that. That's what the pain comes from what they, that's what they find out. Right? Yeah, the pain comes in 10 years from now, 20 years from now. But the Ramchal is saying, so you got to start now. That can motivate you now. That's what I was telling everyone. When you're 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, you have one full, full time to just change your life as best you can because time flies by time when you're 30 years old you're not going to have the same opportunity to change as you do now so get on the Mark Zuckerberg uh, uh, wagon of being 19 years old right speak to I'm going to say it again sorry Yoni to embarrass you again speak to Yoni Cohn speak to Yoni Cohn speak to a guy like Yoni Cohn who's hungry who's hungry for success, and he's young. How old are you? Well, you just heard, you, when did you start working? When you're 19 years old. Yoni Kong comes over to me when you were probably 18 years old, 19 years old, and saying, I want to be productive my whole day. I want my day from the time that I wake up to the time I go to sleep to be productive. And if I'm not being productive in yeshiva, I want to be productive working and in yeshiva. At 19 years old, at 18 years old, you don't have to wait till you're 25 years old and you have to pay bills and you can't pay bills and that to get motivated. The time to get motivated is now. Hashem should help us all. Any last questions? Comments from some Karaba? Rabbi Tzvi, you want to end this off from some Karaba? Um, yeah, I, ju- I just want to say that one of the problems we have is that we associate davening, sheer, whatever it is, the negative thoughts. 
and our Avaida is to change it and create our own thought. It, it, I spoke to a guy, he said his Rebbe used to tie him with duct tape because he was hyper, which, and he would punish him if he would move not to go after recess, which is, is crazy. And that's why we have this machine to fix all this connection. I was going to get a little mic from something, but Srilly says he has trauma from little mics, so I can't buy a mic. But I'm saying is we connect a mic. Oh, I see you don't need a mic, right? You have a mic. If you connect a mic to a singer, it would be different. So I bless us all to start creating our own path, our own happiness and connection to us, not to what our parents and whatever. And I want to thank you, Rabbi Tzvi. I, I, I just want to give a plug. I want to end off. I want to end off that today is the first day of the rest of your life, but it's also the first day of Mesechus Sachem. I just want to tell everybody here, there are, Baruch Hashem, Mir Hashem, we're making a siyam for the whole yeshiva, for many, many, many who have been misaimed. I just want to tell you, you know what, I'm going to, ha- I'm going to start with Sruli, I'm sorry, I'm going to put you on the, on the spot, right? Sruli, this is your third mesechta that you're finishing, right? Would you ever- how, how, old, how old are you, Sruli? 19 years old, he finished three Mesechtas. God willing, truly will, by the time he's 25 years old, 26 years old, this is not prophecy, I'm just, I'm just not a fool. So that's why I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Truly, when he's 25, for any of those who are 25 already close to it, will have finished Shas already for the first time. God willing. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Is it, is it, I know it's hard. I'm not taking away that it's not hard. I'm saying, is it a little bit... Actually, you tell Go say. Give some inspiration to some guy, somebody here. Somebody here. Today you're starting Pesachim. I know Morty Levovitz. How many... He found me a shear. A 15... You can have a 15-minute shear. A 15-minute shear. A 20-minute shear. 20 minutes of your day. 20 minutes of your day. A half... Who doesn't have a half hour? Who doesn't have a half hour? For, for, for Dafyomi. Who doesn't have a half hour? Forget about Dafyomi. Who doesn't have a half hour to learn a block Gemara, to learn Gemara? A half hour. Look at your phone. Anyone who has an iPhone, take off a half hour. You can actually do it on your phone. Put a half hour. What's a half hour? What do we do in a half hour? You, you, we, spend, we spend eating breakfast for more than a half hour. Lunch, a half hour. Go truly. Be Mechazek Dailam. Right, and it did, and, and I just kept on getting more and more. I never thought in a million years I would like more and understand it. Like I'm actually sitting there asking questions and like figuring it out and knowing it was like finished was up before I learned like when I was younger. But it wasn't like learning, I just was reading out of the paper. Now I'm actually liking it. Like, I wake up in the morning and I wanna go learn it I wanna learn. Unbelievable. Nineteen years old. Nineteen years old. And that's it. Guys. I mean this. The chizik is is that you could you don't. It doesn't mean you're learning all day, but it's a half hour. Friday, Shabbos, Sunday. It's not. It's not as big of a burden as you think it is. It's not a burden. It'll only open up your life. It'll only change. All right, see. Come on. Tell us. Come on. 
Effie, no, tell us, Effie. Come on, Effie. This is the biggest key from, from my, that I got out of the dots that um, a lot of times in my life when it came to Judaism, I would do things to get things. I would say, I'm not I'm going to daven well to get my rasa. And the da for me is not, it, it, it happened that it's not dependent on anything. Happy, sad, money, no money, kids annoying me, wife annoying, you do the da. And when you do something without expectations, just for the thing, then you get all the shepherd. Then the daf fights for you. And I know myself, the daf changed my life. And I, you could ask really Gabi. I mean, people that tried getting married that have been around the block and they learned, they started learning the daf lishma. And there is no doubt in my mind that you get the shefa. And I promise, really, Effie and any other person that commits in this yeshiva to stay connected to yeshiva, I, I, you could take me to Din, Tayr, and Shemayim, you will be more successful and happy than you'll ever be in America chasing after your tail. Either you'll get a lot of money because that's what you're gonna need, or it's, you're gonna come to a conclusion that Tyra is what you need and then you'll get what you need. But I guarantee fact, someone told me in the car, he said, how can it be guys leave yeshiva in America and they're all dead? And I said, it's impossible. Myself, I'm married for 11 years. If I would be around the madness in America, I would not have these beautiful kids and an amazing wife and getting so much um, uh, shefa from the guys around me that give me physic. And it's impossible. If you think you're going to sit here for two years and go to America and not be connected to Tyra, you will fail with Tyra. You might have money, but like you said, it's not successful. end off a half hour. That's all you got to think about it. Don't think about it as as dafyomi. Don't think about it as besechta. Think about can I spare a half hour to try and change my life? That's all we need. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about your averus that that you that you think are are uh, still with you. Move forward. Smash your rearview mirrors. Dream the dream. Dream your life. Dream what you want to live. This is the time for you to change your life. Create an amazing day. Have an amazing day. Thank you, everyone.